Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. I've na named this talk, Why Old Stallions, because I'm making an analogy that entrepreneurs are a little bit like a wild stallion. And I've observed that that in me a bit and that in uh, many entrepreneurs that I'm around, they don't fit in with the norm. They are off trying and wanting to do their own thing. They really don't, and I didn't want help until my back was against the wall. I wasn't going to ask for help until I really, really needed it. And later on in life, I started asking earlier, but in the early days, man, I'm going to figure this out myself. It's part of my DNA. Well, after being a few years in this, I've observed that there seems to be three categories of people in the marketplace. And bear with me, there's probably more, but I can see three. I can see the entrepreneur is who I am and who we're targeted for. But that's the person we call a wild stallion. They're willing to go out and take a risk. They're not going to be the norm. They're not going to stay in the herd. They're not going to uh, be calm about things. They're going to press forward. Another category that's very evident in my company and as I've been in life is what I call the gift of administration. It's called out in the New Testament in Romans 4 and 1 Corinthians 12 and, and talking about the body of Christ. And I see that gift of administration clearly in a particular Bible character by the name of Joseph in the Old Testament. Now, Joseph was the 11th of 12 children of Jacob, and he was sold into slavery, and he went into his first assignment as a slave was in Potiphar's house. And you know what? He administered the household to the level that the only thing Potiphar needed to know was that, that uh, Joseph was in charge. He turned it all over. And of course, if you know the story, he was lied about and, and caused to uh, lose his position and ended up in the dungeon. Wow, that's not a good place. Once again, his gift of administration advanced him in some way. I wish I knew the details to the leader, the head of everyone in the dungeon or in the prison. Wow. And you know what? That qualified him to be the administrator of the entire wealth of the world under Pharaoh. So I have a reason to think there's a gift of administration. And I have some wonderful administrators that don't try to buck me, don't try to push me around, don't try to criticize me, but they try to understand me and, and work with me. And I'm not always that easy to work with, but they're willing to take up and take on the task that is at hand as an administrator. Then, of course, we have what we call the technical skills. Man, there's a ton of technical skills. The computer programmer, the, the website designer, the machinist we have here, the welders we have here, the cook, the waiter. These are honorable positions. None of these are a higher position than the other. They're very honorable. And we see that clearly in the Old Testament when God told uh, uh, Solomon to build the temple. And he said, go out and find those that are gifted in tape tapestry. That's people that can sew cloth. Those that are gifted in making woods and those that are good in metals to, to cover the woods. And so we see that the, those things. So I'm going to talk a little further about the gift of entrepreneurship, the calling of entrepreneurship. And I've noticed that I've made re repeated mistakes in this and I hope not to do it again. Uh, I, on a regular basis, seem to think that if I hire another entrepreneur in whatever capacity, I'm going to be uh, happy and it's going to work harmoniously. Frankly, each one of those people, I'm talking about my moving business, I'm talking about 12 years ago, 
15, 14 years ago in my machine shop, and I, we're talking about something recently. Each one of these people that I hired is kind of my helper, my assistant, that I thought I could confide in. They had not a different agenda. They had inside of them the entrepreneurial spirit. And frankly, it caused us problems. I'm not saying that it was their fault. I'm saying it was my fault. I didn't know how to work with them, and I'm not sure if I would try it again because I have enough ideas. I have enough direction. I have enough vision. I want people that are a part of my team. I notice my church does not have a board of directors. Their board of directors is the managers and, and, and staff members inside their own organization. That's my board of directors. That's where I think I've missed it. When I've gone outside and I've tried to get some outside opinions, they're not, they're not tuned in to me. They're not thinking like I'm thinking. We always had a bit of a rub. And I'm not naming anybody. I'm just saying I'm the one that I made the mistake of hiring the wrong persons, not the wrong individual, but the wrong gifting. And so I need to encourage those that are entrepreneurs to go get their own entrepreneurial opportunities and go for it. I'll help you. This is what we're all about. But don't work for me because it's not going to work out in general. Well, I hope this makes sense. Uh, please don't read in it too much. Don't try to figure out anybody's name. This is a, a teaching that's going to be good for you if you're an entrepreneur. And who you hire, you might want to think about it before you hire your best buddy that, was, uh, 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 that has the same personality as you. You might be making a mistake. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.